Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Bam. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Okay, everybody. You know that I love my Netflix reality shows right now. This is my second Selling Sunset human. The one I've wanted the whole time. Christine, quit! (laughs) Yay! Hey, girl. This is crazy. I'm so happy to be here. Yay. We we made this happen, finally. I I reached out to you season one because I was like, I need you. It's got to happen. But you're just like so popular and so... Here we are, finally. Well, it worked out great because of quarantine. I, I literally have nothing to do, so it's perfect. So yeah, are you? what are you doing during quarantine? Are you showing houses or no? I mean, honestly, right now, not so much just because it's a really weird time with the market. You know, people are really uncertain. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Consumer confidence is way down. So for me, I'm not really doing showings as much, so it's hard. Does that make you nervous? A little bit, but you know, we just got finished filming for six months straight, like a few months ago. And you know, so I was working two jobs because I was doing real estate and we were doing the show. So it's a really nice kind of much needed break. This is a relaxing moment for you. Yeah, exactly. I've talked about selling sunset before. I'll give you the quick rundown. It's just how many gorgeous girls at this point? 10, 10? I don't know. I know. Um, it's stunning women. It's the Oppenheim group. It's in Los Angeles. They show slash, I don't even know the right words, but it's all these just ridiculously expensive, glamorous homes and the women who do all the work and then they also have drama. It's perfect. Oh, lots of drama. It's the best part, honestly. (laughs) And you provideth a lot of it, so. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. You you do the work, it's really beautiful. You have three jobs, drama is one of them too. Exactly. But I, I'm curious how how this show became a thing. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to charge my computer really quick. Oh, that's fine. While we're talking. Um, you know, it's actually a really interesting kind of story. So basically every year we do this really big photo shoot with all of the people that work in the office. And we spend a lot of money on marketing and all of that. So we decided to have a big billboard put on Sunset Boulevard. Okay. So, you know, it of course had all the gorgeous women and, you know, my two bosses who are twins with all the, you know, girls that look like supermodels, I guess you'd say. So Adam Zavello, who is the creator and producer of The Hills, was driving down Sunset and saw this billboard and he was like, what? is this is this really a real estate agency is this a joke like this doesn't look real (laughs) so he he contacted you know jason and was like hey i want to talk to you guys about shooting a show i think you'd be perfect for a reality show and you know so kind of approached us and at first jason was like I don't know if this is a good idea. You know, he was kind of a little hesitant. And I was like, no, guys, we have to do this. This is like my life mission. We have to do this. You were the one that was like all on, let's do this. I was definitely the one that was the most gung ho for sure. Everyone else had a little bit of reservations, but I was like, guys, come on, we got to do this. And I mean, I I think it's funny because 
at least some people who watch the show maybe think, oh, like this is all just for the show and like that these people don't really work in real estate or this isn't even a real thing. Like you guys were working there long yeah. before the show started. I've, I've been at the office for about six years and, um, you know, all the other girls, you know, like I think Heather was there a year before me. Maya was there maybe a year before me. Um, you know, Mary's always been in and out. Um, and then she started being full time about five years ago. So, yeah, we've all been in it for quite a while. How did you get into real estate? If you could give me like a little backstory, if you will. Yeah. So basically, um, you know, I moved to California for acting and modeling, and that was always what I wanted to do. Okay. And, you know, I was, I was doing a pretty good job. I got a lot of really fun roles, but I would just, you know, was tired of portraying a character. I just always wanted to be myself. And even with modeling, it was like great and fun, but, you know, I do have a personality and, and I never really got to show it. So, um, you know, for me, I kind of, had a little transition. I took a break away from, you know, modeling and stuff like that and said, okay, I really just want to be my own boss. I don't want to like have to deal with a casting director who had a bad day, you know, and it's just, it's hard. I wanted to make my own money and just be in charge of how and when I wanted to work. So Jason was a friend of mine and he was like, you know, why don't you try real estate? And I was like, sure sounds fun and you know i saw him doing a really great job and working when he wanted um you know for the people that he wanted to work with and it just seemed like this fabulous like lifestyle i wanted to be a part of can we get in any insight into how much an average successful female in real estate can make I mean, it really, really, it really just depends, but you know, um, let's just say you sell a million dollar house. I mean, that's a $20,000 commission, you know, and it goes up from there. So it just kind of depends what your commission split is. And obviously it, it, you know, can change depending on how long you've been the, with the brokerage or, you know, kind of what you negotiated. But I mean, there's a potential for, you know, a million dollar commission if you sell a, you know, $40 million house. So it's, really something that's interesting because there is no limits and those exist in LA. You do. Over. They really do. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. I know it's nuts. Before the show, I mean, there's some storylines that exist. Like, I don't know, maybe the favoritism with Mary or things like that. Did that exist before the show started? hundred percent. I mean, Jason's always had a sweet spot for Mary. You know, I understand it. They dated and they have a very special relationship. So, you know, he's always helped her out, um, you know, more than the other girls, which I understand they did have a really special bond and I get that, but, um, you know, it definitely exists and it's, it's hard for all of this, all the other girls, because, you know, we see him just give her stuff all the, give her stuff all the time. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's hard to deal with. Can you remember maybe the first day you guys filmed, like what that was like, whether some people adjusted well to the cameras, maybe others didn't. Yeah. So there's, um, there's a girl that actually works at the office that isn't on the show and her name is Nicole. And she is one of the smartest, brightest, you know, women I've ever met. And unfortunately she didn't want to be a part of the show, which really, really sucked. I was like, no, is she regretting it now. <laughs> Probably. No, honestly, she's not because 
she's just like, I, I feel like I wouldn't be good on camera and I don't want it to change me. So, you know, there's people that kind of view it differently, but, um, for me, um, it was kind of a natural transition. I think a lot of the other girls were maybe a little bit nervous and didn't really know how to act. Um, or kind of put on this like guard or a front because they were so worried about what people would think of them. So um, I think it's different girl to girl, but I was the only one that was like balls out. I don't care. I'm going to be me, but also like, I'm here to entertain people. I'm here to like fuck some shit up, you know, because at the end of the day, this is a TV show. Like people aren't like, oh my gosh, wow, look how much, you know, real estate they've sold. It's like people love the drama. That's really what people watch. So when I went into the show, like that was important for me to do something, you know, that was just fun and different and would get people talking. And I feel like it's so important to set yourself apart because there's so many, you know, smart, successful women out there, but I just wanted to be different. So that was kind of how I went into it. I mean, there might be people who say like, oh, she's the villain or, you know, she's the bitch. Does that bother you or you're just like, okay? You know, I I actually am flattered because I feel like some of my favorite Disney characters growing up were always the villain. Like I I love Maleficent and, you know, like um, Ursula from The Little Mermaid and (laughs) Cruella DeVille. Like I always related to those characters, but I just think it's, it's fun, you know? Um, and for me, it's, it's flattering more than anything because people, you know, have a chance to know me through my social media and realize I'm not like this one note crazy bitch all the time. (laughs) Um, but also I think it's a lesson for women all around, you know, it's unfortunate that because women speak their mind, you know, they're kind of categorized as, you know, bitches or bossy or, you know, villains. And, you know, that's something that we have to change because it's okay to have opinions and it's okay. You're not always going to get along with everyone. And so I think it's a really valuable lesson um, to be learned. It also does suck though, that in general, women are the first people to tear down other women. Isn't that funny? It's, it's really, it really is something, you know, and I, I do get a lot of messages on Instagram all the time. And people are like, you're such an evil bitch. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but you know, I may be bitchy, but it's to the people that I know, I would never send a message to someone I didn't know and tear them down. And I really never understood that. And I think social media is such a weird thing because, you know, I'm always so positive and uplifting to, mm-hmm. you know, the women that I follow on social media and sometimes people that I don't follow because, you know, unless if you don't know someone, you know, you don't know their struggles and what they've been through, like, there's no need to just tear women down. But if you know them, yeah, sure. Then have, have, have a hate Go ahead and tear them down. It's fine. I just have some general questions before we get into the storylines. A lot of people want to know about your hair uh, Mm -hmm. and whether it's all real. Oh yes. My hair is all real. That's all yours. Yeah. So do you bleach it? So I, I was bleaching it for years and years, but it's so damaging. So now I just do high lift color. And then, um, when I want to experiment with like fun hairstyles, you know, like the really long ponytails, I'll add clip in extensions and, um, you know, play with that a little bit. And you often have these really awesome hairstyles with like beads in there and shit and diamonds. Do you do that? No, God, no. I wish I was that talented. I do my own makeup because um, I love doing that and it's fun for me, but my hair, I, I can't. 
So do you have a person? I have um, about three, um, but my main guy is really fabulous. So how often do you do the whatever that's called, the hot one? What did you call it? Um, high lift color. I do about uh, once a month. Yeah. How often do you wash your hair? I wash my hair every other day just because it gets like tangly and gross. And I, I don't like it to be like disgusting. And I have like, I have a lot of product in my hair right now. So I like have to wash it out, you know? So yeah. Another thing that I'm just crushing hard on is your fashion sense. First off, how often do you shop? Um, so for me, um, I never actually go to stores cause I'm really, really lazy. I do everything online or, you know, I have kind of my representatives who will send stuff to my house. Cause I don't like, I don't like going to stores, but when we're filming the show, you know, I'm constantly looking for what, you know, what just came out, what just hit the runway, you know, but in real life, I mean, I, I really don't shop like a ton, maybe like a few times a month but lately I've just been wearing sweatpants and stuff like that but when we're filming you know I'm constantly figuring out my looks and you know I really take pride in that because everyone's like who's your stylist and I was like style like I was so flattered I didn't even know people had a stylist because I'm new to this whole kind of thing so I was like oh it's all me so that was so kind of flattered. you style yourself? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I have so much fun with it. How would you describe your style? I would describe my style as like dominatrix Barbie. <laughs> I would agree with that. Right? Like sometimes I'm like all pink and cute and girly. And then other times I'm like Phantom of the Opera, like sexual slut. Yeah. Oh, huge fan. Oh, I need to know about the heel wearing on the show. So yeah, when... I mean, I can't wear heels for shit. Like, do your feet hurt? Because you're always wearing these tall ass heels. Yeah, it's honestly, it's only when we're filming and then we have, we all bring our slippers with us. As soon as the cameras are down, the slippers are on. Like even when we're at the office, um, you know, I always have slippers by my desk. We don't walk around in them. Like no way our feet would die. It's always so funny seeing the tweets whenever there's a scene where you're at, like at a construction site or something. And I don't even know if it was you or someone else. I can't remember, but wearing these like, tall ass heels. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh I know. I know. I know. It's so ridiculous. Like in real life, obviously, like I have to wear slippers in between. Good to know. Good to know. Okay. Yeah. Letitia Matson said, do all the girls normally hang out that much or are some parties and lunches set up for filming? You know, um, even before we started the show, that was something that we always did is we were hanging out together all the time we really 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 were best friends and i'd be lying if i said that filming hasn't affected our relationship since so you know now it's a little different you know um we you know did get into a lot of fights on the show and it's hard for some women to not take it seriously even though we all understand the bigger picture of what we're doing but i would say the only girls you know, that I'm really close with and I still hang out with are, you know, um, uh, Davina, Amanda, Heather and Maya, you know, we, we talk all the time. Um, and they're, you know, the girls type of girls that really understand that, you know, if we get into a fight, it doesn't mean we're not friends, you know, we don't hold grudges. And that's what I love about them. You know, it's okay that we fight and 
then we're just like, ha ah, that was funny. Love you, bitch. I love Amanda. I think she's a great addition, by the way. Yeah. I've known her for years. She's a great friend. Yeah. And talk about another style that I love. Huge. Yeah. Well, you say you're close with XYZ, but someone you were very close with at the beginning, at least of season one, was Mary. Yeah. So if we can get some insight into how your relationship developed before the show, would you consider her going into filming like your closest friend? Yeah. Uh, Mary was definitely my closest friend for sure. You know, her and I were roommates. We lived together. Um, we were definitely really, really close. And then, um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to lie. The show really tore us apart and um, it's just unfortunate, but it is what it is. So what, what about the show tore y'all apart? Well, I think that, you know, we were having fights, which is obviously very normal and understandable as, you know, friends and women do. It's a normal thing. Um, but, you know, it was bleeding into our personal life and we were having a hard time, um, you know, after filming being like, you know, hey, are you okay? Are you okay? And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it really, it, it took a toll on us. The fighting really did take a toll on us. How much time was there between filming season one and then season two, or at least maybe the airing of both seasons? Was there a long uh, time? Yeah, there was a long time. There was a long time. I mean, obviously we shot season one, I was single. We come back for season two and I'm engaged. You know, it's like there was probably a good like, don't quote me, but a good like year over year and maybe a year and a half because your engagement seemed because we don't know how much time it was like oh she's engaged now like it, it's it right. was very like oh so yeah so there was a lot of time also for y'all's friendship to maybe go even farther apart definitely yeah I think so at the end of um episode eight which was the season finale you know where I was actually sticking up for Mary ironically <laughs> I mean, I don't even know if anyone actually saw that or understood that. They're just like, she's so crazy. And like, the thing is, is I'm such a loyal friend that I was willing to get into a fight with someone for Mary. And she was like, I didn't need that. Like, she tells me like, I'm crazy and like acted like a crazy person. But in actuality, I was really just protecting my friend. And, um, so that really sucked. And then, you know, when I saw she really didn't care and she's like, whatever, like, I was like, Oh, okay. That kind of sucks. So, um, that was kind of the nail in the coffin for me. Well, one of the big storylines as far as you personally, I guess, was, uh, season one, you're, I don't know, you and Chriselle just couldn't, couldn't get it together on the friendship. You know, it was, it was funny. Like I always, I feel like episode eight yes. was her way of being like, aha, now I can say finally, now I can say I really, like, she never got along with me and you'll kind of see that she just, you know, we really never saw eye to eye, but she used episode eight as an excuse to be like, aha, I hate you. I'm going to block you. Now we can't be friends. So she never got along with me. She was never trying. And, you know, I was definitely trying, you know, I, um, you know, when she, um, was introduced to everyone, you know, I went out of my way, I had her over to my house. I wanted to get her, I wanted to get to know her. I cooked dinner for her. 
so I was definitely trying, but it just seemed like, um, you know, she's never really been a very deep person. She doesn't share much. And you'll see that, you know, on the show, like she's never really gets deep. Otherwise, you know, it's, she doesn't really like, yeah. A lot of the girls just really don't know her. Um, so I was trying to get to know her and, um, it's just unfortunately never panned out and it sucks. And I hate, um, you know, I hate the way that we are now. I hate that she wants to just coexist with me, you know, and it's just, it sucks because I want to move past all that. I just think holding a grudge like that is just so unhealthy and, you know, people make mistakes, but you can't, um, you know, hold on to them forever. So, yeah, I mean, it's, you go into season two and, and you approach her at that, you know, party and say, I want to talk it out, yada, yada. And she just said, you know, kind of arm's length. And it seems like you never really got past that arm's length point. I mean, it kind of seems like never. you had that talk and it was very like, okay, everything's fine. But like nothing actually was accomplished. No, she didn't want to even shoot scenes with me. There was times where like she didn't even want to be in the office. So like if you notice when I come back and I'm showing everyone my ring, she wasn't there in the office because she for the longest time wouldn't even do a scene with me. So we kind of had to work around that and it was really silly. Um, but it is what it is. Does it kind of annoy you at all that so many of you put like your whole life out there and then at least as far as like Justin and her, that big part of her life, there's nothing. I know it's, you know, she always said that, you know, she can't talk about her husband. And so that's why she was, you know, all of her storylines were just real Word. estate. Um, so I guess we kind of respected that, but we really like never knew why. And, you know, even the other girls, they just, they feel like they really don't know much about her. Um, and I don't know what Mary's relationship is with her, but um, maybe they have a different relationship, but you know, all the other girls just feel like, um, you know, they try and she doesn't really give much to them. So Whitney Parnell wanted to know, it, 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 she said, it's at the same time your relationship with Mary faded, it seemed like you were getting a lot closer to Davina in season two. How did that friendship grow? You know, Davina and I um, actually have always been friends since she started at the brokerage. Her and I have a lot in common and I love her. Um, I love the way she works. I love, she's very, you know, business oriented and she's very, very, very smart. And I always love that about her. And she's not afraid to, you know, um, speak her mind, even if it's not necessarily the most popular opinion. And I, I, I can totally relate to that. So her and I were friends all along. It just, you know, when, you know, Mary was out of the picture, she was really, really there for me. I mean, she's always been there for me. But, um, you know, our relationship developed a little bit more. And Heather and I as well, you know, Heather and I um, were great friends and so that just evolved naturally so oh someone wanted to know that 40 million dollar house what's happening with that one yeah so it got sold and you can look it up online so i feel like i can tell you who sold it i mean it's everywhere it was jason who sold it of course <laughs> uh, i know to who like what do you have to do to buy a 40 million dollar house you know, I don't know much about the, the couple, um, but I did hear that they're a young couple, like in their late 30s or mid 30s. 
um, and they're American and that's really all I know about them. But I was like, wow, that's amazing. I know. Are you still blocked on social from Chriselle? Yeah, been blocked for a long time. Yeah. Okay, great. Do you know yeah. why? Um, I mean, she blocked me after the pool party. <laughs> And then she unblocked me for a week when the show came out. But then she decided to block me again. I was like, oh, cool. We're going somewhere. And then she blocked me again. I, I, I just, I think she was trying to be like cordial when the show came out because she didn't want to look like silly, not tagging me and stuff. But then she was, she blocked me again. So I've read something funny I have to ask you about. Yeah. That you have a Finsta mm -hmm. for like stalking your co-stars. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I, tell me more. I need to know. Um, well, um, yeah, no, I've always I've always had it, but... Um, <laughs> I love it. I'm here for it. I've always amazing. had it, but um, I think one of the um, one of the main reasons Chriselle also doesn't like me is because, like, back when we weren't friends, like, a year and a half ago, whatever, um, you know, <laughs> I was going through... <laughs> She like posted something and people were like, you know, the people that didn't agree with her, like I was like hearty in the comments and I didn't know, like I'm new to Instagram. Okay. <laughs> I got Instagram a year ago when the show what? came out. So yeah. So I'm new to it. Wow. Okay. My dumbass and my social media manager at the time, like we thought we were being funny and I didn't realize that people could see Oh, Christine Quinn liked the comment. I mean, it was nothing bad. So you were harding. I was harding comments. I mean, I was just being silly. It was like nothing bad or whatever. But um, that was, I that was, I think, before the pool party and the, that whole blowout or whatever. I feel like that takes a lot of effort, though, to like check something and see who harded that. I mean, we were just being silly. We weren't being like evil or malicious or anything like that. But um, yeah, so I have my Finstas and... Finstas. Multiple? I mainly use it. I mainly use it to, um, I, the only reason I use it is because I knew Mary was doing an Instagram live. So I wanted, I didn't want to like be on the Instagram live, but I wanted to see what she said. What happened? Well, it just sucked because, you know, she was talking about like, who would you bring on? And some guy asked a question, like, who would you bring on an Island with you? And she was basically like everyone, but Christine. And I was like, Oh, that kind of sucks. So did it piss you off at all that between season one and season two, Mary kind of like publicly declared a friendship with Chriselle? Um, I do. I wouldn't say it pissed me off, but it definitely hurt my feelings just because I came from a place of defending her and being loyal to her. Like Chriselle was the one who was asking questions about a prenup and a job and, you know, what does he do for work? And does he pay for things? And, you know, it was just frustrating to me when she wasn't like admitting that or owning up to that. And Mary really didn't care. And that's fine. But it was just really like a blow, you know, more than anything, because I was my only intention was to ever be loyal to her, which really just was never recognized. And it was kind of unfortunate. But, um, you know, what can you do? I know. I know. I do want to get all the info about your now husband. Yeah. Which you kind of secretly got married. Well, I mean, I didn't secretly get married. I mean, it's on the TV show. So that's why I couldn't like oh, post about it yet. Got it. Yeah. So it wasn't like a secret. It's just that I have to wait till the show comes out. So you can 
confirm it is on TV. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yay! Yeah. So you'll see my wedding the next season. Yay. Okay, that's fantastic. Okay, so I need yeah. to know how you met him and what the engagement was like, and you kept it private, totally. which pissed people off. So tell me everything. Yeah. So I'll give you the whole um, lowdown on that. So basically, I met Christian through a girlfriend of mine who went on a date with him. And she didn't like him. He's, you know, he's really, really intellectual. He's very smart. And, you know, there's many, many layers to him. So she just wasn't really into him. So she said, hey, I met this guy. He's not right for me. But why don't you go on a date with him? If it doesn't work out, he's looking for a house. So maybe it's a win-win. So I was like, great. That sounds like a perfect situation to me. So I went on a date with him. And we had the most incredible time. He just has such a good sense of humor. He's so funny and he's just so smart. He was perfect for me. So, you know, we had this whirlwind relationship and everything was so accelerated. And, um, you know, we were boyfriend, girlfriend right away. And then, you know, he needed a house. So we were looking at homes, but we were actually looking at homes for us, you know, like essentially. How? You just, How, did what? you just know at that point, like he was your guy? I really, really did, you know, and I'm not like the gushy kind of girl that's like, oh, I know, you know, like writing my name in cursive with his last name. I'm not like that, but I actually just knew there was something different about him. And I just, I just loved it. I never like in season one, I say, I always want to be with the nerd. Like I said that, and you know, I never want someone who's like me. So he was just perfect for me. So I think no one really knew the story of how we met except for Davina, Heather, and maybe Maya. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it was kind of frustrating, you know, in the first season when I'm watching back the show and I hear Mary just like making stuff up about how we met. And it was like, you mean the overlap? He was a client or like her friend was dating him before. I mean, it was just so like out there but the most frustrating part was Heather knew and, you know, she never spoke up and was like, oh, well, actually, no, like this is how they met. And maybe she did and it got edited out. I'm really not sure anything's possible. But um, also, I don't know why she waited so long to tell me, but I think she thought it like wasn't a big deal. I don't know. I mean, it, it's sort of like the, the clip of her talking about the quote unquote overlap it almost seemed like it really seemed like she didn't even mean anything bad by it, that she just like flippantly kind of said it. Yeah. To the point yeah. where like when you asked her, did you say that? She was just like, yeah. I know. I was just kind of really like shocked. I was like, what? I was like, but it, the whole thing just didn't make sense. And I wasn't able to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with her for months of filming months mm. so uh, there were so many times I wanted to just sit down with her and even like the um the episode where we're at Heather's broke uh broker opening you know I was trying to sit down and have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with her to get to the bottom of you know why she said that comment or what she was even thinking I mean the overlap thing I guess came from my girlfriend going on a date with him first but that's not overlap he wasn't dating anyone he went on he went one on dinner date. date it was just frustrating there were so many times I was trying to talk to her and I couldn't talk to her and you know it never seemed like it was the right time so it's just you know it was frustrating when did the two of you start 
traveling together? Cause y'all have some serious travel goal. Yeah. I'd say, um, I'd say we started, um, traveling like, you know, um, around like December towards like the end of the year. And then, um, you know, we just got done filming the show. So I was obviously taking a break. So we were filming for like a good six months or sorry. So we were traveling for like a good six months, you know, on and off. Did you get engaged while you were abroad? Uh, no, I actually got engaged, um, in Beverly Hills, I actually got engaged here, but then immediately, you know, we went out of town and traveled. So, yeah. So why didn't you tell your cast members? Well, it's just, you know, we really, to be honest, we really, really weren't talking, you know, like I said, the show really did take a toll on us. And the only people that I was talking to were, um, you know, Davina, Heather and Maya, and they all knew, but, um, you know, I didn't give them details or anything like that. I was just kind of like, Hey, I'm engaged. Like, you know, we're traveling, but I can't wait to sit down with you and, you know, tell you the whole story when I see you. So, um, that was, that was really more it is I just wanted to sit down with my girls like in person and, you know, share the story. Who had met Christian at that time? Anyone? Um, yeah, uh, Davina had met him, um, and Mary had met him. Got it. Yeah. Well, it's clear you love a theme because at least via (laughs) via the wedding, a few wedding photos that we could see, obviously we haven't seen the whole thing, but it seems like it was kind of a winter Gothic vibe. Your dress was black. What was the inspo behind that theme? So, um, I mean, basically the time that we wanted to get married was the end of the year because we wanted to start off the new year, new you, you know, new year, new us. So we were like, let's get married in December and just go out next year with the bang. So that was kind of our intention. Then I was like, okay, let's do like a really fabulous winter wonderland themed kind of wedding. And I knew I always wanted snow and I knew I always wanted to be married in black. So that was kind of how that theme evolved naturally. Um, and (laughs) it was, it was really, really fun. Yeah. I mean, planning it was just so crazy and over the top and I can't wait for you guys to see it because it's just, I can't even put it in words. It's so hard to describe. There were so many things going on. Was there a zebra? Like, was there a snowman? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The zebra. I mean, yeah, I'm just, I'm all about a theme. So planning (laughs) it was so fun. And you'll see me in season three planning it with my wedding planner. And it's just, it was a blast. I mean, it, it was just such an unconventional wedding in the best way. What's a theme you haven't done yet? A theme I haven't done yet that I would love to do is Moulin Rouge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was planning on having a bachelorette party, but I was so sick. I actually realized that I actually had um, COVID when we were filming. No way. Yeah. So. um, Oh, my word. My husband and I were traveling and we were overseas. We were in Hong Kong, we were in Dubai and we came back really sick and I have never been so sick in my entire life. And it was this weird thing where some days I'd feel better and some days I would just feel like I couldn't breathe. I couldn't get out of bed. It was horrible. I have a friend who had it and it was the same. It's awful. Like I don't wish it upon my worst enemy. And so, um, you know, I was bummed because I was going to have a bachelorette party and I wanted to do a Moulin Rouge theme. But because I was so freaking sick, I couldn't do it. 
Oh, you didn't even have one? No. And even like you'll see when I was filming, like you hear it in my voice. It was it was so difficult to film because I was so sick. I mean, season one did super, super well, but season two like really exploded. Do you think that quarantine had anything to do with that? I think that it absolutely had a lot to do with it because, you know, everyone's home. And I also feel like there was such a long gap between season one and two that there was so much hype and it was building up. So when it finally came out, people were like, ah, and then, you know, there was tons of people that had never even saw season one before, but because of the quarantine and all everyone watching it, you know, for season two, it just developed, you know, so much more of a hype. Well, okay, so obviously something that everyone really, really wants to see is this whole Chriselle and Justin divorce thing. You say she didn't really open up much. So was everyone pretty blindsided when this all happened? Like you saw it on Twitter kind of thing? Right. I mean, we were all totally in shock, you know, Um, the, you know, news alerts or whatever came out. And at first, like we did, I, we didn't think it was real. Like we're like, is this just like a, you know, is this a real article? Like, we're like, this isn't real. Like, we're all like laughing. We're like, this is, this isn't real. Cause she probably never said anything to the effect of like, we're on the rocks or anything like that. No, never. So for us, it was first, we like had to figure out if it was real or not. And then when we realized it was, we're just all so confused, but also like we don't know anything you know about her relationship because she really doesn't talk about it so um you know we're gonna see her i guess find out but that's you know pretty much all we're gonna see and it's just like unfortunate there's not like a reason on the show by any means no Hmm. yeah oh davina's house the 70 something million dollar house did that sell what's happening Not yet, but um, she is, you know, working hand in hand with that developer who also has other listings as well. So um, she's actually um, uh, tomorrow going to view one of his other properties. And for him, I feel like that home. So he lives in that home. I really don't think he really had intentions of selling it. And he's really firm on that price. So I think that's for him. You know, for him, he has a little bit of an emotional attachment to that home. So I don't know if that one's really going to sell, but he has other really, really great properties. And he's just a good person to know. I mean, Davina has, a she's in a great position. You know, she has this high-end developer who is working on tons of homes. So this one doesn't sell. He's got tons of other ones. So for as far as this this next season, obviously, we're just talking about Chriselle and, and Justin. But there's, all, I mean, I'm curious what other storylines you could maybe tease is there anything that's happening in the office or any changes that we might see um honestly I'm just trying to trying to think what we shot I mean the only like for me um you know I was just planning my wedding um also we're gonna see a guest appearance from a friend of mine Karamo Brown from Queer Eye yeah he's a friend and client of mine so I'm helping him look for a house and so he's going to be on the show. Um, what else are we going to see? Um, you know, I think we're going to see Christelle kind of, you know, um, you know, maybe in interview clips, talk maybe a little bit more about stuff. I don't know, just maybe how she feels. Um, and then, um, gosh, I'm really trying to think what else. <laughs> 
maybe it seemed like at least a potential storyline in season two could have been Davina was kind of frustrated that I don't remember if it was Brett or oh that she, that's she was saying like I'll go start my own brokerage if you don't yeah actually thank you for reminding me that that was a big storyline um oh really for season three yeah for season three because you know it's something that's it's really really frustrating I mean you know Jason gives every single listing to Mary, you know, and I get it because he's at a point where he doesn't want to work and it's, it's perfect. He'll still get a commission and she does all the showings and stuff like that. But at the same time, there's other girls that work at the brokerage and, you know, it does suck and we are getting fed up. So, you know, Heather makes a comment um, that you'll see in the trailer and she's like, you know, I'm just tired of working for egotistical men. And Maya's like, yeah, like, have you ladies ever thought about leaving? And we're like, yeah, we have thought about it, actually, you know, and Davina is a broker, which, you know, makes her equal to Jason. It's very, very difficult to be a broker. It's additional. It's an additional test that you take, and it's really hard to pass. So technically, she could open up her own brokerage and give us better commission splits. Um, so it's something that, you know, we definitely dabbled with and, you know, still to this day, think about it. Maybe Davina splits off, takes all the gals with her. I mean, it's definitely possible. I mean, obviously not Mary. <laughs> Mary's happy where she is. Yeah, well, true. But it's, it's definitely a possibility. It's something that we've talked about. What's the most expensive house you've ever sold? The most expensive house I ever sold was um, in Laguna Niguel, which is um, towards the beach. And that was a $14 million home. So that was really fun. I'm not like on Brett's level yet and Jason's level yet where I'm selling $40 million homes, but I can't wait. I just can't. I can't. I just want to walk through a $14 million home. Yeah, it was really gorgeous. It's like I love watching House Hunters and everyone's budget is like 200000 But can you imagine <laughs> on House Hunters if they were like, my budget's $14 million. I know. My budget's love. I, I, <laughs> oh, oh, a lot of people wanted to know what Christian does. Oh, yeah. So he, um, you know, he went to MIT. So he's a software engineer by trade. And um, he actually started, you know, he does a lot of things. But one of um, the reasons why he's retired is because he had the first he started the idea of online food delivery. So he had the first online food delivery company that skyrocketed and then later sold to Grubhub. So, you know, he's been retired since he was 36, maybe. Um, and obviously he's working on other business ventures right now. But um, so he's basically a software engineer. We talked about the fact that you are much more than a one-dimensional raging bitch, obviously. <laughs> but is there another misconception about you from the show? I think, I mean, the biggest mi misconception is obviously that I'm just this crazy bitch. And then um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, nope, that's pretty much it. That's yeah, just <laughs> that's pretty much it, I think. Oh, my gosh. Someone wanted to know, are there moments of the show that are considered acting? I mean, not really. I mean, everything that we do is is pretty accurate. So same as your normal day? Um, yeah, I mean, the only like, quote unquote, acting, I would say is obviously, we're not wearing like designer dresses and heels every day. Obviously, like, you know, we do 
understand that this is shot in a million bajillion countries all across the world. So we do want to look good. You want to show so up. We definitely, you know, amp up our outfits and, you know, I know that I sure amp stuff up because it's fun. And I, I know people want to see that. So, you know, maybe in scenes where I might be a little more tame, I go out of my way to have fun with it. I like that's great. Yeah. That's great. Where do you see yourself in the next 10 years? In the next 10 years, I see myself um, in the south of France on my own yacht, having, you know, my own company. I want to really work hard on having, you know, an inspirational lifestyle brand and a platform for not only women, but men as well to, um, you know, just be inspired and feel good about themselves and, you know, health and wellness and, you know, stuff like that. So I'm not entirely, I don't have all that information like locked in yet, but I'm, I'm working on it. It's a pretty good idea. It's better than I have for my 10 years. (laughs) I just want to be a CEO, you know? (laughs) Same. Once traveling comes back from COVID, where do you see yourself wanting to go first? Well, my husband is um, French and, you know, he loves France. He grew up there and all of his family did. So we'll probably go there just because, you know, it's a little nostalgic for him and I love it as well. So we'll probably go and visit, um, you know, somewhere in France. When you do travel together, your tent is fire. Does your husband take your photos? (gasps) Yes, he does. He does. So you've trained him well. He's really good. Yeah, he is. I, I, I taught him and you know, he, he's like, doesn't love doing it, but you know, it's, it's really sweet that he's like eye rolling. (laughs) It's really sweet that he tries. What kind of vacationer are you like more of a relaxer or like an explorer of the sites kind of thing? Um, I mean, sometimes like I love to be a slutty, like Dora, the explorer, but then also I really love to just lay, I mean, I love reading books. That's one thing that people no really way. don't know about. I love me too. Great. I, I love it. So, wow. yeah. So I'll have to send you some book recommendations. Please. And I'll send them to you. I, I, my goal for the year is 65 books and I'm at not enough yet, but we're working on it. I'm so proud of you. Okay, so we'll have to text each other on yes, that. Yes, yes, 100%. So for me, like, I, you know, I obviously love exploring and, you know, all of that, but I also just love being on the beach with a book and a beer. It's probably, like, the fav- like my favorite thing in the whole entire world. Wait, you're a beer girl? Oh, yeah. You'll see in, you'll see in season one and two, I drink Guinness at the bar, and then at Mary's wedding, I'm drinking... Um, I'm drinking a beer as well. I love beer. I'm pissed that I never like pay attention to that stuff. Oh, I'm from Texas like you. I just never, I always figured you were drinking cocktails or something. Oh yeah, I do that too for sure. But beer is definitely my favorite. Like I have a keg in my house downstairs in my game room. And I just, my favorite thing at night is I just go pour myself a beer and read a book. Like I love, I love beer. What's your beer of choice? Um, I have Corona on tap downstairs, but I mean, I really drink everything. I just don't like light beers. So you prefer darker stuff? Um, just like, I like, like nothing like light. Like I don't like like Heineken light or Coors light. I just like, um, I love Corona, Dos Equis or, um, like Guinness. I'm, my mind is just blown right now. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so do you know when season three will start streaming? Yeah. Season three will be out August 7th. 
We're getting two seasons like back to back. Hammered over the head with Selling Sunset this year. But it's good because I don't think, you know, I know that a lot of shows have stopped production. Yeah. So I don't think anyone will be filming until late the end of the year or maybe next year. So it's good that we have two seasons in the can. Why did they split it up? Because it seems like season two was actually kind of short. Well, they wanted to shoot two, two seasons at once because... You know, a year and a half went by last time. So, so much had changed in our lives that they wanted to do it back to back so that, you know, it was a little more organic and, um, you know, true to the timeline. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, get your Instagram ready for another influx of fans. Yeah, I know. I can't wait. And then can't wait to post my wedding photos. I'm so excited to see. It's going to be great. Oh my yeah. gosh. Okay, well then say your Instagram so that people can follow along and any other random things you want people to follow you on. Yeah, um, my Instagram is at the Christine Quinn and then um, Twitter, Snapchat, and TikTok are all X Team Quinn. Wait, oh, last question. Who, do you just set up like photo shoots for your gram content? Like, what are you doing? So basically, um, yes. <laughs> Where were you trying to go with that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have, um, you know, the photographer that I shoot with is a really great friend of, friend of mine. So, um, you know, I've had a lot of time, especially in quarantine, um, and I needed content for articles and press that I'm doing. So it's kind of, you know, it, it worked out great. So I've been doing a lot more photo shoots now that I have not much going on. Guys, just look at her gram. It is just like fire, 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 fire. And then every caption is like women, empowerment, girls, yeah. kick ass, bitch. It's just, it's a solid follow you guys. And thank you. yeah, so thank you for talking to little old me. Oh my gosh, of course. I was so happy. I really appreciate it. And yeah, do you have the app Goodreads? No, I don't know what that is. It's a great app. It's good for okay. like tracking your books that you've read. If you care about that, you might not, but I do. Okay. I like, you can literally put in what you're reading and then you can also have like friends on it. So I could see like Christine just started reading yada. And then you could see, and then it also like tracks your yearly thing and you can set a goal and stuff, which like you don't I really, love that. Yeah, it's called Goodreads. I don't know. I just always okay, tell my book lovers, I will do it immediately after. I love that. You're the best. Oh my gosh. Thank I can't you. wait this for August. So fun. And I just think you're beautiful and awesome. And thank you for giving us good TV. Oh my gosh. Of course. Yeah. Thank we you love so you much. here at mouthing off. We love you. So oh, thank you. Thank you. I love you. Thanks, hun. Bye. So nice to talk to you. Bye, babe.